This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you today. Thanks for joining us. We are going to be talking about fasting today, Pastor Michael. And I know you've done some messages on this in the past, and I, I, I've done a few myself. Uh, listeners, we are not talking about how fast you can drive on the roads here in Chicago. We are talking about something entirely different, about fasting from, setting you up there, Michael? Uh, food and sex. There you go. There we go. That's what you touched on in the last sermon. So speaking of fast, our head of security, his name is... Uh, Bryce Baker. Yep. And not like personal security. Let's be really <laughs> clear. Just meaning the guy who makes sure on Sunday mornings that like we have teams who are ready and available to make sure everything's A-OK. So mm-hmm. Tim and I do not have personal security. Mm-hmm. So speaking of, of Bryce and fast, uh, we were in uh, Northern Michigan with him and uh, he said, we're in these like, back roads. We had no idea where okay. we were, no cell phone reception. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, my wife's driving and he says, just follow me. <laughs> he's he's going like I think it's like ninety five miles an hour. It was probably like the worst experience of driving <laughs> that I've ever had. So back to fasting. Yes, uh, back fasting to fasting. Food. Uh, I think I want to fast from speeding after. Anyways, so here's the question: How do I start fasting? Referencing a sermon um, that was given on November fifth, two thousand seventeen. Yes. When I was preparing the sermon, um, I didn't quite know how it was going to land. Okay. Uh, Largely because I'd never, I've taught on fasting actually pretty extensively a while ago. But in terms of preaching, most people have never heard a sermon on fasting. And if they have heard a message on fasting, it has been very specific in a time frame of, okay, the church is going through a specific big yeah. problem and we need everyone to fast. Yep. But it's not a general overview of what does the Bible teach about fasting? Yeah, especially when you when you put it in the category of a regular personal spiritual discipline. Yes. Like a private thing. Like that's a different category that the American church doesn't like process in. So um so I gave the sermon and in the sermon I answered a handful of questions on fasting. And I thought that it was clear. And it mm-hmm. was clear. I think it was clear enough, um, about as clear as mud. But uh, I thought it was clear enough. But then there was actually one category of person that I don't know that I really took into consideration. Okay. And that would be the category of person who really hasn't read the Bible, mm-hmm. um, really has never seen a fast done, been a part of a fast, um, read a book on fasting. Um, sort of like somebody saying, like, to somebody who's never driven a car, here's here's a how-to manual on an engine, you know? And um, I think one of the things that was missing from the sermon, which is why I love our Q&A podcast, the ability to follow up on stuff, right. was, okay, look, I don't have any kind of categories. Give me like a next step, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, the practicality of the message. Yeah, so hence this question, how do I start fasting? And um, so let me just kind of give a couple simple simple little things, right? It may be good to do a little bit of just Bible research on this. You can, for example, go into Google and just type in the Bible on fasting and just kind of anecdotally look and see what happens in scripture. Um, You can also go online and um, type in um, ideas for biblical fasting and just see kind of what comes up. Mm -hmm. Like for example, um, John Piper has so much on fasting, but if you're new to fasting, he's like super duper duper theological. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) he's just, oh, you know, know? but there's a lot of really helpful, like simple resources on fasting. That might be one thing to do, but just kind of to like gather and read the Bible on what it says before you jump into something. Mm -hmm. And um, the cool thing about fasting is that the Bible doesn't give any rules uh, other than 
fasting is always connected to prayer. Yes, always. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, even when you talk about the regularity and the discipline of it, well, that regularity actually might be twice a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be just something that you you put into the rhythm of your life in different seasons. Like, for example, um, for us, every semester is like a new season in our life. So I, the, I, in theory, I could I could fast three times a year just to launch off a new season or semester. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids' season changes, our work, I mean, at, at Village Church, our jobs sem- semesterly, yeah. semesterly, trimesterly. Trimesterly. Trimesterly, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they change pretty drastically, uh-huh. you know? And so like regular is a very uh, relative word in the world of fasting, you know? Yes. Here's the big thing. Whatever food you're taking out, right? I would usually say start small. Do a bread and water fast for one meal. Mm-hmm. You know, have a small piece of bread and a large glass of water, which you can down in about one minute and then take 15 minutes. However long you would normally eat. If you're a slow eater, then take 30 minutes. If right. you're a quick eater, you know, maybe take 10 minutes or five minutes. But you, the whole point of it is you stop eating something, you get away from people, you go alone. And you replace that time with with prayer and Bible study. Absolutely. Seeking God, not only to speak to God, but to hear God, what he's trying to tell you. Yep. And I think in the fasting part of it, the one thing I would tell people about Bible study is I love the idea. Like, I I don't think I would ever fast without connecting it to time in scripture, right? Mm -hmm. But the actual fast, if you will, is the time when you're not eating and you're praying. Like yes. the, the fast comes down to prayer. So one of the temptations that I had, like when I was 19 and 20 and 21, I, I so was obsessed with theology and love studying the Bible. I was, mm-hmm. And so like I would set a time, set aside time to fast and not often, by the way, I just want to be clear. <laughs> and I would just read. That I would yep. just read. And I, and I would say something like, God, show me what you want. But I would just read and study the whole time. Well, I don't really think that actually accomplished the point of the fast. Like, And, and so what I would tell people is start small, take like bread and water, uh, maybe just do a juice fast. Maybe you want to do it for a whole day. Maybe you got mm-hmm. guts and your body can handle it, you know, and and um, take each each meal and spend that time explicitly in prayer. I would tell people to find one or two things that you would love to see God move on. It could be one thing for you and one thing for someone else. Yes, I like that. And a lot of people don't know how to pray for one thing over and over. You know, like, for example, you sit down and you pray and you're like, hey, God, could you um, help me with my finances? Crickets. Crickets. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. like, what do I say next? Yeah. And one of the things I love about prayer is that, like, some people think it's all about the ask. And I think in prayer, sometimes it's just talking to God about how it makes you feel mm-hmm. and what you're concerned yeah. about. And I want you, uh, one, of the, one of the things I tell people is, is they're like, what do I say when I talk to God? Well, I say, imagine you're sitting across from somebody who's super interested in you and they're just asking you questions. That's and, right. and they, like, they are, everything that you're saying is so curious to them and they want to hear it, you know, and whenever you stop talking, they're ready with questions. Imagine God is like that on steroids Mm -hmm. and offer to him because what God wants is relationship. He wants to hear you. He doesn't want to just hear the ask. He wants to hear the process and the emotions. How how did you get to this ask? What's in your heart? Why do you want this? Uh, What do you hope, you know, just kind of process it all. Like, Again, some people believe that prayer needs to be hyper-formalized. And I think sometimes the best times of prayer are when you're just talking to God. Yeah, just very informal. For me, if I'm ever praying anything, I cannot do it while sitting still. Mm. I have to move my body. So, uh, or I have to be driving. I will have, sometimes I have to get in my car and just go drive, you know, and uh, my body needs to be doing something and that allows my brain to focus. Some people would say I'm ADD. I don't know. Ritalin, (laughs) Ritalin does not make me calm, Uh but there's all of these hangups, right? So to, to having an actual functional fast, the first one is like, what do I do? How long do I do it? doesn't matter. Just abstain from something, set aside some time to pray. Uh, eat bread and water if you want, eat juice if you want, do it for one meal, do it for three meals. I don't know, just try it. Uh, well, then what do I say? Just talk 
Just talk to God. Okay, well, I get really distracted when I pray. Well, then move your body and do it. Right. You know, go for a walk, put some mm-hmm. headphones in um, that like make people think you're actually listening to something. And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's all these roadblocks that people have. And I'm like, well, overcome them, you know? Maybe you just start with one meal and that's how you start. So what I hear you saying in advice to our listeners is start off small. Yep. You set aside the time that you're going to eat specifically to talk to God and listen to him. Yep. That is what I've always coached people in, in counseling them about fasting. How do I begin fasting? Start off small. Take a specific, a very, very specific area of your life or the life of your family or life of your church and, and just seek God out for that one specific meal. Mm-hmm. Then as you grow in that experience, maybe then you can experience then you can go to two meals a day or or one meal twice a month that you fast for this but you start off small and again you said this very well in your in your message that diets are not fasting you know <laughs> a lot of times people think a christian can i do both can for I do the sake both? of efficiency yeah, yeah yeah you know can i can i skip a meal to lose weight and listen to god well they are for specific purposes. Yeah. And a fast is not to lose weight per se. It's to connect with God relationally. I read through this question, and one of the things that I thought of is, you know, maybe there's a time when you should not fast. And, you know, instantly I went to the story in First Samuel 14 where the Hebrews are in battle. Mm. And Saul makes his army make this ridiculous oath to fast before they go into battle. What a dumb It's like, that is not idea. when you fast. Yeah. You know, when you're about to engage in something very he was uh, so physically dumb. demanding. And so it was just, but I'm going to ask you a question. That's a great idea, guys. <laughs> that goes kind of along with this. I served with a pastor. He fasted the night before. So Saturday night he fasted and he fasted Sunday morning before he went to, to preach. Uh, yeah. Let's get vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need vulnerability here. Uh, I, I do not fast okay. before I preach. Uh-huh. But there's a reason why. Uh-huh. I have a very regimented eating routine in the morning. And every— You're talking about Sunday morning before before you preach. Yes. Okay. And, every, and you and I have not talked about this. So no, 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 I'm not no, setting no. Michael up. Know, this, this is not is a softball. This, this is, is funny. Just, he and I are talking here. Yeah, yeah. like uh, John Talk. He he runs our uh, first impressions ministry at yes. the church. And, uh, and and so sometimes he'll be behind the coffee bar. He's like, hey, bro, you want some espresso? I'm like, no espresso after 7.30 a.m. Flat. <laughs> like that's, there is nothing good that comes with a 9.30 a.m. espresso. You know what I mean? <laughs> the diuretic aspect of it is for real. Uh-huh. And so um, anyway, so like I can only have certain kinds of foods. Because uh, my nightmare is uh-huh. to be like walk up and then literally have to go to the bathroom so bad that I have to get <laughs> off stage. So like on one end, I have a very regimented, I, I go to the same place uh-huh. every Sunday morning. Okay. I get the same thing uh-huh. and I have the same results. Okay. And I have no problems. Mm-hmm. So a couple weeks ago though, I changed. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like this is TMI. I changed and... um our hospitality ministry had a lot of protein, you know, eggs and, oh, and whatever. Yeah. Yes. Well, I can't say no to an egg, right? right. So, uh, I, so anyway, that's why we got chickens. You know, uh-huh, like I, uh-huh. I mean, this morning I had three other eggs. So great. So, um, so I go up and I, I eat one. I'm like, one will be fine, right? And then I have two, and then I have three. <laughs> I'm a glutton too, by the way. Number seven in the enneagram. Uh, anyway, so uh, 
And then I'm like, oh no, like my stomach's rumbling. And so I go into my office and then the music starts with the second service. And I'm having a quandary because I'm all wired up, you know, it's like <laughs> through my shirt. And I'm like, what do I do? And, uh, and uh, I'm like, you know what? We're just going to take the risk. Here we go. Oh and my. I knew it as soon as I had one, you know, it's like, ah, Michael, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. uh, so do I fast? No. Also, if I don't eat, um, I get fuzzy headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so what happens when I preach, again, nobody probably cares about this, but this is cathartic for me. So when I, when I preach, um, all the blood, truly, like right now my hands are warm and clammy, whatever. Uh-huh. But when I preach, I remember, yeah, I remember the, I was talking about this. Yeah, all the blood leaves all my extremities. My hands go ice cold. My uh-huh. head gets really hot from about 8.15 a.m. Um, all the way until after the, after the second service, ice cold. And my brain works so hard in preaching um, and my, I, I don't even feel nervous, but my entire body reacts and responds mm. profoundly to it, which is why I sweat so much in my face, but like not in my, not anywhere else, you know? And, uh, this is team I, Dan, are we doing okay here? <laughs> I think you're good. <laughs> okay, good. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, but the, my point in saying that is like, this is me mm-hmm. relating to fasting on a very personal level. Right. There and, are and, things I can and can't yeah, do. There's times that you do and don't fast. Right. You know, so like we have the harvest lunch coming up. I'm not going to be fasting during the harvest lunch. Mm-hmm, that would right. be dumb. Maggiano's, right. it's great. Why would I not? <laughs> why would I do that? There's a time for feasting and a time for fasting. And, right. And, uh, but that's where like uh, someone's like, if you know you have a big event coming up, if your anniversary is coming up, well, don't fast. Yeah, don't you know? fast. And you're like, but, but I do it every fourth Thursday of the month. And I'm like, well, then stop it that week. You know, mm-hmm. this is not law. It's grace, you know, and God loves that you want to like celebrate with your with your husband or wife or whatever, you know, like eat with them, celebrate. So again, I, TMI for everyone. Now everybody knows way too much about me than they want. But um, <laughs> but the point of saying all that is it's deeply personal. It is. And, and it everyone's be. body is very is unique different. and your schedule is unique and the demands are unique. And mm-hmm. people notice when I'm fuzzy. They notice when I'm not clear, you know, and if I'm sick, people will say, yeah, since you're a little fuzzy headed. Mm-hmm. So I try not to like draw any more attention to myself in the pulpit than I need to. And my eating regimen actually helps that a lot. By the way, that, that second sermon a couple weeks ago, praise God, it was, it was a great experience. <laughs> well, listeners, thanks for joining us today. We're going to continue our conversation about fasting next time when the question will be, if I'm fasting, should I take communion? Communion.